So before we start this morning, take a moment to adjust your posture, stretching up the upper spine. and then releasing, stretching and settling. Maintaining an upright, but not rigid posture that helps you to be alert. What we're doing really does take attention. It takes alertness. And so anything we can do to support that is helpful. Notice if there's tension and see if you can release it in your jaw, your neck, your shoulders. Maintaining a upright, relaxed posture is what we're looking for. So we've talked about mindfulness of breathing within the body, in body positions, and in movement. We've talked and noticed feeling tone, pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral. And now we bring our attention to states of mind. This is the third foundation of mindfulness, or the third way to frame your experience. Mindfulness of thoughts, and emotions. Sometimes the monks refer it as mood, and they check in often and contemplate what is the mood right now. It's not really a thought. It's not really a body sensation. Perhaps it's something in between. So what is the mood right now? And if we just attended to the mood and checked in over and over again, we'd find a mood is not stable. A mood is shifting, changing. (coughs) And a mood is also more like a uprising of energy. This is one way to approach mindfulness of thoughts, mindfulness of the mind. Sometimes in the Satipatthana Sutta, the part of the four frames of reference or the four foundations of mindfulness, we're instructed to contemplate 
that's an okay word, except it's a little cerebral. It's a little discursive. It's a little too much like thinking. And so one Buddhist scholar has suggested that a better word is to be aware of. To go along with is what it means in its more complete understanding. So it's not a thinking about. It's a going along with the thoughts or emotions as they arise and pass. An awareness that's not like a background awareness, but a steady awareness, a steady focused awareness. One description of noticing thoughts is standing at the door and watching mice scurrying by. Another description I find very helpful is the idea of standing on a platform at a train station, a BART station, a light rail, whatever, and noticing the trains as they come into the station and leave. This is what it's like to be aware of thoughts without getting involved in thoughts. What we usually do is we get on the train and we leave the station and we're pretty far away by the time we realize we're not there anymore. But as one person recently noted that he realized he got on the train but he got off at a, the next station. And you can do that too. When you find yourself getting caught by story, distraction, you too can get off at the next station. Thoughts are like bursts of energy. They come and they go. They arise and they pass. And what we're trying to do is to notice the pattern, notice the contour rather than the content. So this is also mindfulness of all mind states. And that includes emotions, too. Emotions are said by some to be a tangling of thought and body sensation. Some emotions might be sad, angry, happy, joyous disappointed. These are all to be known, but not so much by thinking about, not by analyzing, but by being with. 
going along with, attending to, bringing clear awareness to. Sometimes we use the word observe, but that's a little too much like just seeing. And what you're being asked to do, what all of us are being asked to do, is to do more than see from a distance, to actually be there. So it's important in this contemplation not only to notice the thoughts or the emotions, the arising of those, but to notice when they leave the station. To notice that dissipation and ending. To see that there are gaps in between. Spaces of no thought spaces of no emotion. This may be more like neutral when it comes to what preceded it in Vedna, in feeling tone. The value of the neutral feeling tone is that it might be the gap. It might be the rest. It might be the emptiness between thoughts. So the idea is to know a thought when it arises and know that gap as well. To know greed when it arises, and to know non-grade, to know hatred or aversion as it arises, and to see it, know it, when it dissipates, to know delusion when it arises, and to know it as it ceases. So you might stand at the station now, waiting for the train, all the trains to arrive and leave. See if you can let this happen to the best of your ability without getting entangled in the story. <coughs> and if this becomes complicated, if it becomes too much a mental exercise you can return to mindfulness of breathing, 
And you can even go to mindfulness of feeling tone. And when you feel settled again, more focused, more at ease, you can try again. Standing on the platform.
If it seems more doable, just check in periodically with the mood. What's the mood right now? It's not a question to answer. It's a question that asks you to know through experience. Not through thinking about.
the inner narrative, the inner verbal narrative that we talked about last night. Internal speech is a form of thinking. Anytime you notice that, that's attending to thoughts. Sometimes these come in words, more likely in sentences or sentence fragments, sometimes way longer. You don't have to interrupt it. Just don't encourage it. Just be with it. <laughs> 